0: The Real Estate Sessions podcast is sponsored by AdWorks. AdWorks makes digital advertising for real estate brilliantly simple. Promote your brands, promote your listings, learn more at adworks.com. That's A-D-W-E-R-X.com, adworks.com. Welcome to the Real Estate Sessions and join industry leaders as they share their stories and offer tips and advice to real estate professionals. Now your host, Bill Risser of Chicago Title, Arizona. Today on the Real Estate Sessions podcast, we head to Northern California for our next guest. And today it's none other than Nicole Nicolay. I met Nicole when she was running her own marketing companies and, and speaking all over the country about real estate marketing and branding. Now Nicole is a, a realtor with the Angle Group, part of J Rockliffe Realtors in Pleasanton, California. We've got a lot to talk about, so I can't wait to get this started. Nicole, welcome to the podcast.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me, Bill. I'm excited to chat with you today. We go way back.
0: We kind of do. I, you know, we're going to talk about that through the interview. It's, it was a while ago. It was 2009 or 10, so it's been a while. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. But before we get into that, I, I have to. Uh, Mentioned this that when I was setting up the interview appointment with you, you mentioned that from June 1st to June 10th or 12th you were not going to be really available. You're going to be in Kona, Hawaii, and and when I think of Kona, Hawaii, there is one thing I think of, and so is that why you're headed over there?
1: I don't know what that one.
0: Is. <laughs> well, it has. See, is. I, I watch it on television all the time, and it involves really crazy people swimming, riding, and running. Am I right?
1: Yeah, I'm over there to do an Ironman. So I'm going to Kona, and this is going to be my eighth Ironman race. I'm actually doing the half Ironman over there. It's called um, the Ironman 70.3 Hawaii, or Ironman Honu for turtle. And I've just—I've always wanted to, ever since I got into racing a few years ago. I've always wanted to race on that World Championship course, and I thought. Since they have a half, and it just happens to be right around my fortieth birthday, like there, there, just seems to be no better way to celebrate being alive than you know, swimming for a mile and a half, riding your bike for fifty-six miles, over four thousand feet of climbing, and then just doing an, you know a half Ironman or a half a marathon after.
0: I don't think I did that on my fortieth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he did something epic, I'm sure.
0: It probably involved chasing a little white ball around a big green field, but that's my passion.
1: Hey, that's what it's about, though, passion.
0: You also are very involved with the charity that you've, uh, a lot of the work you've done in the the Ironman world is involved. Talk about that for a second.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, when I first decided to do my first Ironman in 2013, um, the full in Tahoe, I got a call from a gal who was the bike coach, and she was, Working with team and training the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and um, she, you know, asked me to do an Ironman with her, and you know, for a great cause. You know, Ironmans take a lot of training, and um, you know, it's, it's countless hours through the week. And of course, if you're a mom and you're working, you're you're pretty much a weekend warrior trying to get as much training as you can in through the weekend and. With all of that time being spent on myself and my training, I thought being able to couple the fact that I'm racing and being able to do this really unique activity, that fundraising coupled with it seems like a great opportunity because I get to do this. I I get excite, excited every time um, a race comes up and even I love the training process itself too. And so if I get to do this and Um, then it's an opportunity for me to raise awareness for causes I'm passionate about. And that happens to be the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is one of them. And so I I, um, have raised a lot of money for them. And then um, also doing some really creative things, which we'll talk about later. And then the other one that um, I got involved recently with is Cycle for Survival. And uh, I've partnered with um, some great people here locally, like Jim Wahlberg, if you're familiar with him.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. um,
1: yeah, so it's it's just being able to raise awareness for causes that we're passionate about. Um, cancer in particular is very, you know, it's, it's touched so many people that we know and love. And um, and I have I have two people very close to me that have fought it numerous times, and one that's fighting right now again for like the fourth time. So um, you know, any way that I can give back and show her the strength and and just show her how how immense her strength and how inspired I get from from people fighting this fight for themselves. It, it, it makes me excited, you know, and makes me happy to, to, um, to give back in a way. So
0: yeah, let's you you live in Northern California and you've been there for as long as I know. Were you born and raised up in that part of the country?
1: I was. I'm a NorCal girl. I was born in Livermore. That's actually the city where I live right now, Livermore. And I was raised in uh, Pleasanton, which happens to be the city next door. They're kind of one and the same almost. Um, so I'm what you would call a Tri Valley or East Bay girl, kind of all the way.
0: Yes, is it kind of Southeast Bay? Do you have that? Right or is are farther north.
1: Uh, it's kind of Southeast Bay. We're about 35 minutes east of San Francisco, right below um, Oakland. Um, you know, we're we're that uh, Tri Valley. 580, 680 corridor is what you would refer to in the more dublin area.
0: Your parents were both realtors, right? Yeah. I, I want to know when you're, you know, you're in high school, you're thinking about going to college, everything's kind of lining up. Were you all set to follow in their footsteps, or were you kind of determined to do something else?
1: Oh hell no! Oh my gosh, <laughs> no way! I watched them work their booties off, like they were always working. So hard. They love what they were doing. They were super passionate about it. They love their clients. Their clients are their is their sphere. Um, they get all their business from referrals. It's amazing. Um, they just people love them. And um, and my mom. They've been in the business for thirty years. They've been realtors. My dad is a sales manager at Jay Rockwell uh, Realtors in Pleasanton, and then my mom's a broker associate. And um, I never wanted to follow, follow in their footsteps, um, just because of seeing them work so hard. I mean, I, I couldn't not have a hand in it in various things that they were doing, but I actually decided to become a teacher and I taught first and second grade, um, for seven years before, before getting into my real estate marketing company.
0: so That was your first job out of college and was a, a first and second grade teacher. Talk about that for a second. How rewarding was that? I hope.
1: Oh gosh, it was amazing. Like I love teaching I to the core education and being a teacher is definitely at the core of who I am I there's just something about um, being in like learning something new and being enthusiastic about sharing that and then also my brain really strives to break things down and to figure out how to best understand something so for me Teaching was just this great opportunity to put all those things together and, and to do it with kids every day where they were just, they were sweet and wonderful and funny and hilarious and challenging all in the same, uh, all in the same moments, of course. And so I, I love teaching and, and it's always in me, even till this day. So I always call it actually my clients even, you know, I was a teacher of first and second grade. Um, and then of course I, I taught adults. Um, about technology and social media, and that was even harder than than teaching first and second grade. And uh, and now I teach my clients about you know buying and selling homes and the whole transaction process. And and I get really excited about that whole process and communicating um, with my clients. And so I always tell them, you know, please just know that I was a teacher. I might repeat stuff. And Actually, they love that because it makes them feel at ease. If they want to ask, I always say, if you want to ask the same question 42 times, I'm going to get excited to answer it every time. So, yeah, teaching is, is definitely at
0: my core. Reggie is a, a big part of your life, obviously. He's your husband. And you have a couple of children. And how did how did you meet Reggie? If I remember right, he might have a connection to uh, the same kind of parent company I work for. Is that right?
1: Yeah, although that came later. I met him, actually, we both went to Sonoma State University, so well, further farther north of, of here. And, um, and he's a year older than me, but he always seemed to know all the girls. And so just, you know, one year I just went up to him and I said, hey, when you want a real woman, you should give me a call. And um, he didn't. So, <laughs> so I had... I had my roommate's boyfriend call him and the rest is history, but you're but you're right that you and Reggie have a tie um, to F and F. Reggie's first, when we graduated from Sonoma State, um, you know, I was uh, offered a teaching position back here in the Tri-Valley, and uh, my mom being in real estate, you know, she was really trying to push for us to move back to this way anyway saw intending grandchildren right so sure, sure. she she kind of meddled in it and we had all these you know technology was definitely at the, at the forefront at the time that we graduated you know around 2000 uh, now around 2000 when we first got married 2001 um, you know technology and startups and and all sorts of really emerging technologies were, were just at the forefront and so Title at that time was getting pretty interesting and my mom would see this guy that was like a title rep but he was like the tech rep so he thought oh she thought immediately of Reggie and so he ended up going and interviewing for fidelity national title and um, and yeah got into title being a tech rep so he he wasn't your your uh, your usual rep although they're probably all tech reps now but at the time you would go around and help people you know with their computers and getting all them all their files and their databases and all sorts of stuff set up
0: you definitely transitioned out of teaching because when I first met you it was it was actually probably a phone call or online. We were, I was digging around at you know at um, Chicago Title trying to find some technology solutions, and you had a company going. I think with Sarah Fields at the time, right? Called Effective Solutions. Yes. Yeah. So how did how did that all come about from being a teacher to then starting up your own company?
1: So so yeah, I was teaching. I had taught first and second grade, right? Uh, for about seven years and then I got pregnant and I was at home and I was trying to do the at-home mom thing and Reggie was still in title he had worked his way up and um, was like a VP now and he kept coming home with like all these great ideas and and um, one of them he came home with this great idea of how to better how title reps could better assist Realtors and if they had some sort of online briefcase where all their marketing materials were that how, how much easier it would be and and, you know, he had a great job at the time, and Sarah was already working as a part. Um, she was already working in graphic design and in marketing um, for Fidelity at the time. But she wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something because I was at home with two kids. So we, we got together, and Reggie helped, helped build it, and we, um, we, we created Help My Title Rep for Fidelity. And then um, when we met you, we ended up creating a CT briefcase for Chicago title. So it was essentially a, an online repository, basically kind of your first, uh, what is now known as like a membership site, which all sorts of websites are membership sites. But at the time, it was kind of an odd thing. And people were kind of like almost surprised, oh, a membership to a site, you know, so that's how that's how that was born.
0: Did, did SB 133 have an effect on that down the road for you? Oh, yeah.
1: Well, you know the 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 whole crackdown with all the rest of the rules and SC 133 just made, uh, it, it made it made it being a title rep even more of a challenge. And really, actually, some parts of it were negative, but some parts of it were actually really positive because in in retrospect, it really kind of changed and shaped the way title reps interact with with real estate agents here and realtors because. Um, they really had to bring something of value and, and almost become an educator in a different way. I mean, they always peddle up here. I know through the years. I know my mom; she was one even before she became a realtor, and she would sit down and do business plans with realtors and whatever. But um, but you know, there was so much emerging technology at the time. It actually helped our business to some certain degree because now with social media and YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and and You know, people were just getting started with, like, what is Facebook? And then the Twitter thing came, and then people were on YouTube. And so it gave us an opportunity to really train all of the title reps that we were working with on how to use these technologies. And then they could go out and train all the real estate agents they were working with on how to use them. And, of course, blogging, too.
0: Right. So um, the next company that you started up was Agent Evolution. And so Agent Agent Evolution was uh, a marketing uh, company that actually helped build WordPress websites. I think you even built a couple themes. Um, Talk about the genesis of of Agent Evolution and the relationships you built up with that company.
1: It's kind of interesting because it actually birthed in the fact that right around the time that I had started um, Effective Solutions with Sarah, I started to try to wrap my brain around like how you know being new in a business and you have no marketing budget what can you do to reach people and um, reach out and build relationships and um, and of course coming from an education background um, reggie came home with another great idea and was like hey we should build this blog and i was like what is a blog and he said you're a writer you're a teacher you'll love this so we started uh, a real estate technology blog called my tech opinion you remember it
0: yep i and, do um, <laughs> and it
1: had had nothing to do with selling any product and everything to do with education and giving how to real estate tech advice, including how to build blogs.
0: Way ahead of the game in that giving away. Way, yes. <laughs> you were
1: Way ahead.
0: <laughs> you were jab, 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 jabbing while Gary V was still selling wine, right?
1: This was like in 2005, 2006. So over 10 years ago. and um, And because, you know, it was taking a lot of time, but I was super passionate about it. People were like, "Why are you blogging? You're making no money out of it. Like that seems crazy." And um, and but it was it was a great way to build credibility and to get noticed online and to build a rapport, build relationships. And then um, from that, you know, I had companies start to reach out, real estate companies, and then um, in the news, reached out and they, they said, "Hey, can you?" Can you speak? Can you tell people about blogging? And so that led, starting that blog led to speaking. And when I was going out to speak about blogging, of course the natural thing that would happen is, you know, at the end people would raise their hand and said, well, I like what you're what you're saying. Can you build me a blog? And so it just kind of happened naturally. And um, and, and fortunately I didn't want to build, build the blogs per se. I wanted to go out and educate and tell people, This is how you. These are the things you would blog about. Here are important aspects of user interface, etc. So it was great because at the time Reggie had a good friend of ours who was also in title and was building blogs. And at this point, Reggie and and his friend Chad were also in title building blogs for realtors at this at this time, very very early on, um, 2006, 2007, 2008, and so. Um, so Chad and I emerged together and, and I said, well, if I'm going to go out and be speaking and teaching people how to build blogs, why don't we create a company where we can actually build blogs for Realtors Association, brokers companies?" That's kind of how Agent Evolution was evolved, essentially.
0: And is it still around today, right? Is Chad still building? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still doing his thing, right?
1: He is. We had a very good opportunity be presented before us and and you know we made some real huge strides uh, being being the first to kind of build WordPress um, websites on a larger scale than just kind of I mean we started as a mom-and-pop shop but we had five employees and we were building you know uh, sites all over the country in North America and um, and like you said we were building themes um, and we were probably one of the first, if not the first in the real estate space, building responsive websites and responsive themes. And, and then, of course, that space got very, very crowded really quickly. And um, and we had the opportunity, working with several IDX companies and working with one of our favorites, which is IDX Broker, they approached us and gave us the opportunity to become, they wanted to acquire region evolution. and um, And so... That kind of led me to to make a change in, in my uh, life and also a really good change for Chad So he Agent Evolution is now a, a part of IDX
0: broker, their company. Awesome. That's great. I, I want to talk for a second about your time working uh, with the crew at Inman. You know, those those agent reboots back in the day. You remember back in the day, Nicole, when you were back in the day. <laughs> you were you were traveling with it would be Darren and Chris and uh, and Katie, and you just uh, talk about it had to be a lot of fun. I know the travel wore you down eventually, but how much fun was that?
1: Oh my gosh, so much fun. Some of the best times ever. I mean, 36 cities in a year, like traveling, traveling all over. And um, it was just a really great opportunity. I had spoken so many times for... Uh, Inman in in various aspects of their Inman Connects in San Francisco and also in uh, New York. And then, um, and they had asked me at different times to moderate sessions and workshops and what have you. So when they came to me, you know, Katie Lance and Tim Smith and Brad Inman reached out and said, you know, we're thinking about doing this conference series. and Would I be interested in being the conference chair and MC? And that was just so much fun because, you know with so much technology and so many shiny objects being out there and a lot of agents just looking like gear and headlights and wanting to learn and wanting to adapt and change their business it was just a really fun time because the agents that would show up at Agent Re- Reboot were excited to learn and and we were excited to share what, what we had and, and the format was great and then of course over the years you know more and more um, entities started adopting that that kind of one-day format so it, it was a lot of fun really great people along the way and how fun to like go to all these different markets and be able to interview really great real estate professionals and and local vendors in different markets and find out how they're implementing implementing different marketing strategies in their business what works how their market is different from say you know Northern California if you're in Colorado or if you're in Seattle. So, I mean, all of that was just so much fun. Are you going to Are you going to Inman Connect uh, in San Francisco this summer?
0: I will be there. Yep. I would expect you. I love that event. It, it's, the, it's the can't miss event of the year in the world of real estate tech. It's just silly not to be there. And Brad just keeps up in the ante with keynotes that are, are just amazing. So, yeah, I will definitely be there. You know, it's funny you mentioned the that reboot style those one-day sessions with quick-hitting 15-20 minute sessions—they are all over the place now. And that definitely was—it was born in the in the reboot series. Yeah, that was great. Probably part of the fun for you on that 36-city tour is by this time you had really built up a personal brand. And you—I'm sure the first time I met you face to face—you know—that um, happened to you all the time, where people that you knew online. You know, would come up to you and go hi Nicole or hi Nick Nick I'm so and so and you go yeah and you know and I am sure that was a lot of fun so talk about for you you know how important it was to build up that personal brand and really how important it is for Realtors today to work on that as well
1: well it definitely is it was really a, a unique time I mean I'm just thinking back now I have I'm having flashbacks of my blog log and and way back in the day, you know, actually NickNick Nick was born because at the time that I started the blog, I, I wasn't sure if I wanted people to know my whole name and to find me. I was worried about, like, just, um, you know, being safe and security. And, and I was thinking about, you know, the, the evolution of the internet way back when we started our blog. So I, I naturally just thought, well, I'll just go by Nick Nick, And that just kind of on a life of its own Um, but now as a realtor I you know it's it's interesting because my clients don't know Nick Nick the other realtors I'm working with they know Nick Nick and that's pretty awesome because I will say when I'm writing on an uh, writing an offer and there's multiple you know multiple offers on a property and and yeah I I do my best to present a really well packaged offer and, and what have you and be you know, of course, have that level of integrity and professionalism. But it is also nice when people on the other end are like, oh, we know who you are. Actually, we, you built our blog for us. So it is interesting now that I'm a I'm a realtor because I do have clients. I, I actually just got in contract last night with a realtor who I built his first blog for him, you know, like wow. seven years ago. So wow. that's kind of interesting. I would say as a realtor that, you know, for me I'm a part of a group okay so I work with my parents and with there's two other um, members so there's five members of the Ingle group right and then we're associated with a real estate company and but at the end of the day I have to develop my own voice my own skill set my own customer relations all of those are key because at any point you know my parents could decide to retire or my company could change and so um, I've got to have myself established as my own entity and and in terms of how I relate to other people and and of course people people are going to relate to different people on my team and and um, I think it's just really important when you're working with your clients that they get a sense of of who you are and how you're going to help them through their transaction because I'm going to be doing it not my team not my company I'm going to be the one picking up the phone and and calling them and communicating with them. And I definitely think that the more your clients get to know you and your style and your knowledgeability, the more confident they are in making those big decisions that they're gonna be making throughout the home buying process. So um, so having your own personal brand is, is, is key even if you're part of a, a big company or a group, at least in my opinion.
0: I'd be completely remiss if I don't ask this question. If like, if I had asked people in advance, hey, I'm going to interview Nicole Nicolay. do you have any questions? This would be one of the questions that would come up over and over and over. Can you just give me a rough guess on the number of views you have on your birthday va- dance videos?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even imagine like the, the views. I mean, I've done at least over 500 of those videos, and so combined, I mean... It's it's actually more interesting now to look at the the I think the uploading them to Facebook versus like YouTube. I don't I don't get too many hits on on YouTube per se, but um, sharing them in Facebook definitely. I mean, each video gets at least a couple thousand views, and the comments and the engagement, and so you times that by you know at least at least four or five hundred videos. Some of them go off. Better than
0: others, but um, yeah. So you're pushing a million views. That's pretty impressive. Oh,
1: you're so sweet. <laughs> I don't
0: know about that. That advanced math I can do. Um, and right. one one last question about that because it's just hilarious. I've never asked you about it, and it's just you just expect it. But Reggie's always working behind you. And was there somewhere in the first video or two, so one of you had to say, "Look, I'm just going to sit here," or you said to Reggie, "Just sit there. Just ignore me." Do you remember that conversation?
1: I do because there was a time where like I did the first one and he ignored me and I had to ask him like, are you going to be on a call? Because I need to do something really quick. And he was like, no, I'm fine. Do whatever you want to do. And then I had created that video and then it got like this huge response. Right. And I was like, oh, this is so fun. Like I'm going to do another one for someone's birthday. It's so fun to wish them happy birthday this way. And, and then it became this great way to keep in contact and stay top of mind with your spear and let him know that you care, right? So then I tried to, like, pull him in to a couple of them. There's, there are, like, if you go way back and dig, you can find, like, one or two where I, like, made him dance, I think, at one point to Michael Jackson or maybe, like, a Zoolander dance-off type thing. And that And I think at that point he was, like, uh yeah no i'm done with these i'm just going to work back here you can do those all you want and and i'm just going to be working i got you know so that's
0: kind of i love it i love it they're great i'm yeah, sure but
1: now the back of his you know now the back of his head it's like if he doesn't not if he does turn around it's, it would be just wrong
0: absolutely yeah it would mess up the whole effect <laughs> so, so totally. you, you're not, you've mentioned it earlier, you're now a full time realtor, loving it. You're very busy. I know you were rookie of the year, your first year at your association in 2015. And I can't tell you how excited I get when a marketing person or a speaker or trainer like you, and, and I'll throw Darren Persinger in that group, who have been yeah, teaching agents, yeah, teaching agents for so long. And then you go, you know what? I know how to do this. What am I doing? I'm going to go do this and I'm going to kill it. I just think that's awesome
1: it's the opposite of what everyone else does. Like people go, really, really? You're already a speaker. Why would you become a realtor? Like, and, and I do, I love speaking. I love training and I still do it because it's my passion, but traveling to 36 cities in a year, that's a lot of traveling and honestly like all that travel and all the focus on technology, social media, tech tools. It it just, it took me away from my family and from my kids and it actually took me away from myself i think Mm. and and i really thrive from personal growth and i just needed a change and you know right around the time that i was kind of facing this this turmoil this kind of inner struggle that i was having i i don't know if you remember this but actually was on my way back from inman connect in san francisco and i was driving in a car that was hit by a texting driver so remember and um, so I had to have some surgery and recover and that really forced me to like slow down really think about my life choices and it was at that almost immediate time that um, FNF approached and they wanted to um, they wanted to purchase effective solutions and have the help my title rep and the CC Case tool and then IDX broker approached us at Asian Evolution and said hey we really want you to join IDX broker so it gave me this opportunity to feel like how okay so that that these things um being a teacher and creating these companies like they were only getting me ready for or, for what was next and and it seemed just like a logical pro- progression to become a realtor at that point i think i i just wasn't ready for it at any other point and and you're right i like darren like we're so passionate about sharing what we have have to teach with others, and you get to a point where you're sharing, 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 and telling people, "Hey, this would be a great idea. You should try this out, or do this in your own way." And I really wish you would do it. Try this, and and but you can't make people do what they what doesn't feel right to them, or you can't. They have to get inspired and motivated on their own. You can show them the, the spark, you know, and light the fire, but they have to take off on their own and so I think it was just really the right time for me to put my money where my mouth is and say and throw my hat in the ring and see if I could do this and like i had been telling everyone all along, hey you should be blogging or you should be doing videos you should be doing listing videos and this is what I would do and If you're going to post on Facebook, this is how you would do it. And so I really, I knew I was going to be under a microscope and that people would look to see, well, is she, is she going to do it? Like she told us to do it. And I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm doing okay.
0: I would agree. (laughs) So (laughs) let me, uh, it's, I always like to give us some, some advice to the uh, agents that listen to the podcast and. A good one for you, a good question for you is going to be, you know, what what mistakes do you see realtors routinely make online?
1: Sadly, I think it's the same one that like always annoyed me even when I was teaching tech and that's pushing their listings on every social media channel and doing it in like the most boring way that nobody would ever want to react to that. And they wonder why they post it on Facebook or post virtual tours inside Facebook or things like that that really have no emotion no no ounce of like social engagement and and they wonder why you know they think that that's maybe what they should be doing because someone told them to do it or someone hasn't given them the tools to say this is the way you should do it or they just don't have time for whatever reason and that's fine nobody has to do everything you know my parents don't go on Facebook and they don't listing lifestyle videos they don't uh, they are certainly not writing you know beach cruisers from their listings down the down the trail and, and with a selfie stick you know that's not their style but it doesn't have to be their style um, right. so I just think you know push you know that whole feeling the need to like glass that listing on every channel it doesn't need to be like that
0: and you're right that's been a problem for oh I don't know eight eight years easy I'm trying to think about how long I've been on Facebook and it's uh one, yeah it's not going away one day maybe we can all hope one day. So, yeah. yeah well I've had you here over half an hour so I'm going to ask you the same question I've asked every guest and your this is episode 44 so um the question is this if you could give one piece of advice to a new agent what would it be and if if you've got a couple of different things in there maybe for someone that's more advanced go ahead and we'll let you we'll give you some latitude on that question
1: okay well uh this is a very good question i would say don't be overwhelmed um, with all the tools and the technology offered by vendors or by your company because you don't need to start out using them all right away i would say start with the basics you know get your get your Get your logo, get your your photo, and your print marketing and your online marketing. Get those basics set up. Just the basics, you know. Um, that was what I did when I was first getting started, and then then build out from there. Um, and then, when you're ready to take on a tool or something that can help you and assist you in your business. One of the greatest tools, and and I know that I am partial to RPR, to Realtors Property Resource. Well, why?
0: Why? Yeah. Why are you partial to RPR? We should tell everybody.
1: <laughs> uh, because Reggie is downstairs, uh, and he is VP of Marketing for RPR, and and it's funny because you know for several years I would look over his shoulder while they were building this, and he'd be like so excited to show me this part or that part, and I'd be like yeah 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 yeah, and then I became a realtor, and I was like hey. You know where this is? I can't find. I'm trying to run comps right now, and I want to take this part out, or I want to add this. And now he's super excited because using RPR in my business, coupled with open houses, uh, was a huge tool in terms of generating business for me in my first year. So I would say that would be one great tool to use in, in the business for sure.
0: Nicole, if someone wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you if they have more questions?
1: Well, you can email me, I'm um, just Nicole at com. I'm always, I'm all ears, and then, um, you know, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on all those places, or you could just pick up the phone, because I love talking to people, and you could just call me, 925 580 seriously, call me, text me, I do it all.
0: Nicole, thank you so much for taking time today to to share your story, really, on uh, the Real Estate Sessions podcast. And and best of luck to you in Kona next week, or yeah, yeah, next week, next weekend. Uh, the, next week, yeah. So be safe, have fun, and I hope you have a great time, if you know what I mean.
1: It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: We will be back next week with another episode of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. And until then, as always keep writing your own story. You've been listening to The Real Estate Sessions with Bill Risser of Chicago Title Arizona. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and tell your friends about The Real Estate Sessions as new episodes are published weekly.